spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey, good morning. Welcome, everybody, to School Through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTK. Let's talk digital radio. Now, this is a radio show to explore different lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted that. Now, we will be talking, or I will be talking, to people of different modalities of spirituality and others that have found that spirit have just impacted their life. Now, each week, I do start the show with a small discussion of which spirit gives to me. This week, I'm taking over, just so you know, but trust me, spirit was all about it. And then we go on to a guest. Now, today's guest is Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Oh, my God. Michelle, you're going to love Michelle. I love her dearly. She's a healer. She owns her own store. Um, Completely, you know, completely. I I can't say I'm going to say pretty close to completely like organic, natural healing type sources and all that nature. Okay. So um, ah, I'm mirrored. I'm mirrored. This is driving me batty. Okay, so for anybody out there listening, okay, if you wanted to watch and see me messing with my hair and not being able to figure out which way the mirror is, oh my God, on the camera, um, <laughs> you can watch us, you can listen to us over on WLTK Digital Radio, and that's pretty easy, just put the Google, the the URL in, click, boom, it's going to take you to the site, and there's a listen live button. Okay, which is amazing. On the other scope, if you're more of a visual person, if you're more visual, then you can find us. We're streaming through um, Live Yard. I can't talk this morning, but hey, anybody that knows me knows I can't talk most of the time. Anyway, we are streaming through Live Yard. That stream is going live into Facebook. It's going live into Twitter and into Twitch. Okay? So you can find us on different realms, which is really amazing. Now, if you're more of the podcast person, like, hey, I ain't got time for you right now. I have time for you later type thing, which is totally, completely, and thoroughly okay. As long as you make time for me, ask anybody that knows me. Um. You can find us here in a podcast form. Now, it's really awesome. Things have changed up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. All you have to do is click in, scroll through spirit, okay? You know, put that in any of the search engines for when it comes to Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts, Podbeam. uh, I said Spotify already. iHeartRadio, Audible. um, Oh, my gosh. The list just goes on and on and on. It's everywhere, everywhere. Um, iHeartRadio. We're looking at Pandora. Pandora's taking a little bit. Pandora's taking a little bit. But I'll tell you, it's there. Now, the really cool thing I found in the last week, and I'm telling you, to me, this is cool. Grant you guys, I'm not the techiest of people. We already know this. Okay. I found when you have a smart TV like I do, and I'm sure most of the nation does already, you can watch that po- that podcast on your TV. Can you believe it? Put it on. Click iHeartRadio. Put in School Through Spirit, and you're going to be able to listen to me through your whole house. My voice, your whole house. Isn't that cool? Anyway, <clears throat> now when I talk about what we're at, you know, and we're just going to kind of go on from there, but trust me, there's always, a, if there's a will, there's a way, you can always find me, okay? 
And so I tell people, if you can't find me, apparently you didn't Google. Um, So let's go on a little bit. I want to talk about my Friday night, guys. My Friday night. I told all of you guys I was going to Edinburgh Manor. I did. It's over Monticello or Monticello, uh, Iowa. An amazing place to go. Amazing. Now I want to just talk to you about the experience because to me, the experience was amazing. Um, and really, you know, although it was a haunted, uh, haunted place, lots of spirits, very much paranormal investigation, very much all of it going on. It was really cool because <clears throat> it was me and my daughter. And uh, you all heard from Chat from Charlie when I had her on. Um, she has been one of my students, so we took her, uh, you know, she came with, she brought a couple of friends because she is hosting her own paranormal investigation team in the Northwoods. Um, but we really went in, um, reserved our time, gosh, I reserved it months ago, so really a lot of time to look forward to this. But we got there, we got there, and I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't. I was expecting to have other people in this place because it's huge. It's huge. It really is a huge building, okay? It's a huge building that's got two, sto- two floors. It's got a basement. It's, you know, it's the size of an old uh, <clears throat> county nursing home, and AKA it used to be one. Um, but that's not the only thing it was. So basically, you get there, you walk through the door, they explain to you the rest of the building is completely locked up except for that one door, of which if you want to lock it, you can, because the only people that were going to be there was us five. <clears throat> and to me, that was really awesome. It was just going to be us five. That was cool. Just just an amazing opportunity. So we get there, and, uh, you know, she she tells you a little bit about the history. Of course, I wanted to know a little bit about the history of it because, uh, quite frankly, you know, I had somebody else tell me stuff. And I was like, I need to get this clear in my head just so I can brush it off a little bit. And really, the only history she gave us is that it originally was built on that land to be the poor farm back before social security times, you know, so that was there. Um, it really did have, uh, it had, it was the poor farm for, you know, people that didn't have money and or people that were ill, basically. This is where they would go. They'd work the farms to feed themselves, blah, blah. It was basically free housing. Um, sometime around 1910, the place was demolished. By 1911, another place was built. Um, and from there on out, it, uh, their house, the what they called the incurable insane, basically, mental, incurable mental health and or a nursing home further on in life. Um, and really, it's only been 10 years that the place has been vacant. Now, the people, Cindy, and I believe it's her husband, I didn't meet the husband, um, did buy the place on a bed, a sealed bed. Um, and they didn't know it was haunted. They had no clue. They just didn't want it destroyed. They really just wanted that to stay because it had such rich history and they didn't want it to be, you know, basically turned into, you know, a suburb type place, you know, not a bunch of houses. They didn't want it developed. So that's what they did. Now, after they bought it, they found out the place goes boo, (laughs) quite literally. Now, I want to tell you, before this investigation, I was curious. I thought it'd be fun. I watched some different shows like Dead Files, Holzer Files, you know, um, all of them. I, I, a lot of them. And really, you know, and Ghost Finders and all of them just over time. Um, but I'll tell you what, I really, I really didn't know. Because I do know, you know, that everything that's on TV is going to be aired for TV, blah, blah, blah. Is it going to be fake? No. But who knows? 
And I even know, knew from past people that did investigations that uh, some people got a lot of stuff, some people got nothing from the same place. And I was like, okay, okay, what's, what's going to make of it? So I was really kind of nervous. I was scared. Uh, I was hoping something would happen. I was hoping nothing would happen. So I really, I really was all over the board on this, guys. I was really all over the board on this. Now, like I said, Chat with Charlie is running a paranormal investigation team up north, and she really wanted to do this from an investigative standpoint, like just a, a, a layperson with equipment that knows what they're doing with their equipment, has experience with equipment, and a.k.a. equipment being the key word here. She wanted to go in and do it that way. And I thought that was freaking amazing because I'm like, oh, proof of the pudding. Cannot, cannot beat that. I wanted to do it from a mediumship standpoint. Okay. I wanted to use my abilities. I want to, I wanted to talk. I wanted to basically see, can I talk to a house that's been haunted? What would I find out? You know, um, not for myself, it'd be all proof, but for anybody else, I didn't know. You know, really, I didn't know. But I really wanted to take it from that mediumship standpoint, okay? <coughs> now, I will, and, and my daughter did, too. <clears throat> and, and, you know, I did, I talked to her, do you want to buy equipment? She said, no, let's just go in there and use our senses. Great, great job. Let's do it that way. So we walked into this building. It was really cool because I already connected um, earlier that week with the building, not the building itself, just one resident in the building. And I did it because I was actually talking with somebody else that had already been there and it was not intentional, but it did happen and life went on. Totally disconnect, went in and went, okay. And I'll tell you what, my friend that was with me, the reason why she told me was because she said I needed to bring flowers for one resident, I needed to make magazines for another resident. Um, basically because she was supposed to return and didn't have that opportunity to go back. So she asked if I would fulfill that for her, and which I did. So basically, let's basically, oh, I gotta stop using that word, don't I? Anyway, let's go back a little bit here. So we entered the building and we picked, we, I couldn't find flowers anyway, just so you know. There is no places that carry flowers, I swear, in Monticello. I looked, I couldn't find it, life goes on, but they have a lot of wildflowers. So, you know, me and the team went out, we, bought, we grabbed a bunch of wildflowers. And we went into the building and I put the magazines and, the, and, and everything else and the flowers into this break room, we all did. And while it was still light out, because we got there at 5.30, we decided to, you know, and after Cindy had left, it was just us. We decided to like, okay, let's walk the building. Let's see if we can sense anything, you know, just kind of five fools walking through to see if there is anything there. And I will tell you what, it was pretty amazing because as just a walkthrough, you know, we spent some 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 time in each room. Um, chat, um, Charlie, uh, Charlie took some, you know, pictures of all the rooms, which was really cool during the daylight to have more of a reference later on. I didn't know she was doing that, but that's totally awesome that she did that. Um, we got there, we went through the basement, we, you know, and we could feel a lot. And the strange thing is, is when we got to the basement, you know, and we were all free walking, you know, because we, were, we weren't afraid of the boogeyman at that point. It was light out, you know, who's going to be afraid of the boogeyman? Anyway, I got to this part in the basement and uh, it looked like, I don't know what it was, but I know there was a small room uh, with an extra, like, locked-in area, and then there was the boiler room. And I'll tell you what, no matter what I could do, I could not walk past, and I would, not that I could not walk, I was not walking past at that point. I knew without a shadow of a doubt there was something in there. 
I could see a man in there. I could see a lot of other things going on in there. I could feel it. And I'll tell you what, it was as if I could hear the noise of the boy. I could hear all the loud equipment. It was insane. And I had sweat running down me as if they were still in operation, as if I was in a room that was just on fire burning up. <clears throat> and they've got a picture of me stand there as, as with it going past. And I don't believe you can see anything in the picture. I didn't see anything in most of the pictures, but I knew it was there. And it wouldn't talk to me. It would not talk to me. And I don't know if I'd want to talk to it if I did, because I will tell you what did not seem like a very pleasant energy that was there. You know, we came back through, um, walked some more. My daughter had told me, you know, a couple of things once she heard um, such a waste looking at the, the, the stove in the oven because the kitchen was in the basement. And um, she said it came from a, the old cook, one of the old cooks that was there looking at the stove because the stove wasn't didn't seem to be that old. But the cook was saying, what, what a waste. Like she didn't get an opportunity to cook on this. <clears throat> and then the building was gone. And she also seen in a rocking chair, she seen a little old lady rocking in this rocking chair that was in the basement. Now, the cool thing is, is by today's standards, it doesn't work because they have dumb waiters go between the floors, but there's no elevators in this building that we're able to find. No elevators. Okay. So anybody that went to the basement would have to walk floors. Now, we were walking through this building, and, you know, we decided after we found everything out, it was really cool. One thing is when we were upstairs, and before we went outstairs, outside, uh, little, take a little break and wait for it to get dark, we went into this, um, which would have been a central room for them to uh, come gather and talk and, and whatnot, like a community living room type thing. And on the upstairs one, you got the very distinct feeling it was a male in there. He was uh, older, but childlike in mind, um, kind of forgotten, you know, and if he felt like he was that way in life, like very shy. So we we're in there and it was really cool because I see they have the old registers with the old registered covers. And there's a little car in, in, a, in a coloring book over there. And I'm sure people have brought those things in. But I decided to go, it was a little matchbox car, and I just put my finger on it because I was going to, like, move the car a little bit. But when I put my finger on it, it acted as if it was like a planchette. Now, if anybody knows what a spirit board is, the planchette moves around. But the car acted as if it was that, and it rolled itself back and forth. It, you could feel it. You could hear it and ever so slightly feel it pushing away from me as if it was, you know, like the little car is going, ur, 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 you know, making noises or something. But it was really awesome because as we were playing, as I was like, put my finger on that, I could feel a hand over the top of mine and I could actually feel almost like a life source going into my hand. It was really cool. But I was able to talk to this gentleman through this car and I asked yes and no questions. I said, if you, if it's yes, go forward. If it's no, go backwards. You know, and me, me and him had a good 10 minute conversation. And he was telling me how he just kind of went into that room and nobody really came in and talked to him ever, not in life or in death. Like he just feels kind of forgotten, like he feels kind of ignored. And it was really strange because that seemed to set the bar for the rest of the night, which I thought was really awesome. Um, because throughout the night, we ended up talking to those that really were not talked too much. You know, everybody wants to hear the, the the scary one. And it's the quiet ones that kind of go un, unnoticed. And he explained to us, even in life, he was kind of really unnoticed. 
So it was really an amazing opportunity to be able to sit there and talk with them and literally using a matchbox card to do it. The other really cool thing was is that other people were there to witness it. You know, um, my daughter had seen me doing it. Um, I think Charlie did, not quite sure. Uh, but it was really cool. After we walked out the room, and I know Sarah, one of the ladies that was with us, did not, did not see me do it because I found out later she had done the same thing, which I thought was really awesome. Now, at that point, we did go out. We had a little break. We kind of talked about what we are going to do. We were still going to use the equipment, all that wonderful stuff. We played a you know game of um, goldfish with cards, all this. And we found that every time, every time we put equipment on, like we could feel, we could feel like this room. We knew it was the men's side of the building. You could just feel anything but men. Every time you'd feel them kind of gather around us, they would turn on a ghost box or some or a recorder or something like that. And you could just feel them all leave. You could feel all the spirits leave. And it was real. we really started to feel the tone of that night was, what is going on? What What is going on with this scenario? So when we came back in from having supper, you know, we just sat in the yard and have supper. We came back in, you know, we decided to walk down the opposite side, which would have been to the female side of the building, the female ward. And we sat in what would have been their little gather, their personal gathering room. Um, men, by the way, got a pool, cards and a pool table. Women got a nice couch and a barber's chair. Just saying. Seeing this? <laughs> anyway. We sat in there, and as we were sitting there, they did keep trying to use, like, the ghost box, things of that nature. And we were finding that anytime the equipment turned on, the spirits would leave. So me and Charlie sat there and talked, and we did talk as a group, and we had determined that, you know, using equipment was not going to be the way this investigation was going to go. That we really weren't going to get anything because, you know, spirit just wasn't going to have it. <clears throat> we really did get the feeling that this is a night after night after night thing and that it was kind of annoying. They wanted the night off or it was just annoying. Now, as we were sitting there and talking, you could feel the building. It was getting to be nine, nine, you know, about nine o'clock. You could feel the building just really starting to amp itself up. We were going, oh boy, this should be fun. All of a sudden, we started to hear footsteps, you know, walking through the hall. You could hear people walking above us. Um, at first, it was a little unnerving. After that, you just kind of got used to it as if you were in a building that was natural. It was really weird how we sat there. And Charlie got the distinct message. You either go now, you leave the building, or you come talk to us and you're going to be stuck. And we were like, oh, boy, that was pretty big because you could feel the negative spirit also just starting to say, I'm getting ready to come talk to you. Like it's the midnight hour. It's at the midnight hour. I'm going to be on you. <clears throat> so what we decided to do is my my daughter, Sadie, asked for a pendulum. And I'm like, yeah, I got one in my purse. Hey, hey you know, which is I know it's normal for me. I don't know about you. Actually, it's not normal for me. It's normally in my car. Um, but she took she took the head of the pendulum and. Uh, I'll tell you what, she led the investigation after there, which way we're going to go because she has the pendulum and the pendulum just pendulum or pendulum, whichever way you want to pronounce it. Um, you know, and she just went with it. And, you know, we, we clearly wanted to do more investigating. So we asked the pendulum, you know, and it said, yeah, but, it, you know, it would only allow us to go to a few rooms and then we had to get the hell out of Dodge. We're like, okay. So as we're walking through the hall, and it was really strange because as we're walking through the hall, 
also my daughter kicked a cat toy. A cat toy. There was no cat toys. I'll tell you what. We did not see a single cat and or cat toy any place in this building on our walkthrough, let alone in the hallways. And trust me, it was a bright pink cat toy. And she kicked it. It was like, oh, my God, what is that? Um, and it really was just like the first initial, oh, boy, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So we decided on our journey here um, to go upstairs. You know, it said, yeah, we could go upstairs. Let's start up there. So we went upstairs, took our flowers, took the magazines, all that stuff, because I knew the rooms I had to go into for those were upstairs. Other than that, I really, <coughs> well, I can't say that. I knew approximately where they were, but not for sure where they were. Let's put it that way. Excuse my coffee. Um, so when we got upstairs, it was really cool. And the pendulum actually led because, again, my daughter was up front. I kind of knew. She had no clue. And she took us right to the first room that the flowers are supposed to go to. <coughs> Excuse me. There were some faces in there. Oh, my God. My throat's just got a catch in it. Um, and I put the flowers in there. And I thought, this is a good place to use the dowsing rods. Because I'd ask spirit, the spirits down below. I'm like, you know what? I know I have three mediums here. I don't know if the other two are mediums or not because I'm not their teacher. I don't know. And they didn't profess anything to me. I said, can I speak to you in a way that everybody will be able to know what we're saying? And I got the go case. So I brought out some dowsing rods. And it was really neat because immediately those dowsing rods both went flying to the flowers as if taking notice. Um, at that point, you know what? We developed... Dev devoured an idea, or devoured, developed an idea of the dowsing rods would open, it was yes, if they went closed, it was a no, okay? Now, dowsing rods are simply just two um, pieces of metal, if anybody, don't, I use metal ones, um, that literally go straight up and then straight across, and the pole goes into a little cylinder so it can move freely in my hand. All I'm holding on to is a cylinder, and you just hold those hands right here. Okay, right, so they can't move, you know, so I'm not moving and only the rods are moving. <clears throat> now, we asked her a ton of questions, ton, and they went yes and no and blah, blah, blah. It was pretty amazing. And before we left, those rods, I'm not counting you because we were saying goodbye to us. You know, and we had a lot, we, we talked to her for at least 10 minutes. Lots of great communication, lots of amazingness. And it was so neat because those rods, before we left, when we were saying goodbye, spread all the way open and wrapped both sides of my arms. And I could feel her giving me a hug. It was so cool because you could see it with the rods and you could see it with her. You know, I could feel it. <clears throat> and it was such an amazing thing. Now, I got to tell you back up the story a little bit to what was really amazing. Remember how we were hearing the footsteps upstairs and we were downstairs? We walked upstairs and there was a fan going. Box fan, box fan on the floor. <clears throat> now, remember, we'd already been there. Excuse my throat. There was no fans going anywhere, anywhere. Barely plugged in to the wall, and this fan was turned on and blowing. So that told us right off the bat there was somebody definitely there. Okay, pretty cool. Anyway, let's fast forward now on to going into beyond that room. So we left that room, and I really I really wanted to go to the magazine guy, but that's not the way we go. This actually took us to a different room. The, the pendulum took us to another room, and it literally took us all the way over to the men's side, okay, to the men's side, where there was three beds. 
believe there was three beds. And it was so cool because we sat, you know, we sat down in various places and you could feel somebody old there. You could feel somebody old there and uh, you knew it was masculine. You knew he was incredibly sad um, and not necessarily talked to. Again, another spirit not talked to. So this is three spirits now not talked to. And at this point, we're just using the pendulum and my daughter's operating that um, or holding it. You don't really operate a pendulum. You just hold it and it does its thing. So we were asking questions, and it was moving back and forth for my daughter, and we found out his name was Hank. Okay. Of course, me and, me and Charlie are like, it's an age, it's an age. It's like, wait. She said a couple of names. I'm like, I'm Hank. And sure enough, the pendulum said yes. Um, but anyway, and I knew which bed he was in, and I knew he was laying there, and I knew he was, you know, like getting ready to die. At least that's the way he felt to me. Um, he was really sad, really sad. And uh, he had told Charlie at that point that he loved that old country like Hank Williams music. Not Hank Williams Jr., but Hank Williams. I went, oh, wait a second. And I brought on some old Hank Williams Jr. songs on my phone. And the, the first one, you could feel the energy get a little livelier, a little bit happier. Um, he was listening to it. He was really enjoying it. And then the next song on YouTube was Hey Good Looking. Okay, um, I don't know if any, I'm not going to sing it. You're going to have to Google Hank Williams. Hey, good looking and figure it out yourself if you don't know the song. Um, but the energy in the room just got so lively, so huge. The pendulum's flying. I'm surprised it didn't like whoop out of my daughter's hand and fly to a wall. And it was through the roof and Charlie and, Larry, and, and Sarah start dancing like a, like a, a half-ass two-step, but it was pretty awesome to see. Um, it was amazing. Everybody was having a blast, and you could feel this energy, and I could see this man laying in his bed, and I literally heard him say, I can die in peace now. Like all he wanted was that little bit, that little bit of joy, that little bit of fun to die in peace. And you can almost feel him cross over as if that's all I want. I just wanted somebody to come in here and notice and have a have a little bit of a party, you know. And he was able to go on. Now we he you know the pendulum just take us back into one more room, and it was a room um, where the magazines were going to go into a gentleman's room. Now it's really strange because as we're walking through this whole building, not one room did I feel the need to knock. Now, being 21 years as a nurse, what do I do? I knock before I walk into any room. Knock, knock, knock. And you do it loud so that the resident can hear you. And nowhere in this building did I feel the need to do that, nor did I even think about it. Okay? All of a sudden, boom, before I walked into this room, knock, 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 very loud. And I heard, and I was like, whoa, what's that? So I entered because to me it was like a come in, and it was definitely a man. <laughs> and I was like, what did I just walk into? And it was really cool because I brought two magazines. One was a parenting magazine. Not sure if you want that, but I knew just to take magazines to them. And it was weird because when I opened up the picture, and it was just a food, my daughter goes, he wants to look at the food. Okay. So we left it open to the food because obviously you have to, you know, if you're staying there, you've got to got to do your own picture, you know, your own changing of the pictures. Spirit can do it, and they proved it to us they could do that. Um, the other one was a Cabela's magazine. 
And I was trying to figure out what he would want to look at because he wasn't talking to me. My dad was like, oh, my God, he's bored with that. Boom. He wanted to look at generators and things of that nature. I was like, well, there you go. There's your generators, dude. And then he told us to leave. So we did. Now we decided to gather downstairs before we left. And this is where probably the coolest thing that happened the whole night was there was a board down there on one of the doors in the downstairs by the room where we all kind of gather. Well, a couple of things were down there. One was a board where you can kind of take uh, the magnetic letters, kids' numbers letters on, and it it actually said boobies when we got there. So somebody else had put boobies on there, or maybe, you know, when the spirits did, who knows. Um, Sarah had rearranged the letters and put on their high friend, hey, friend, do you want to play? A note to see if they respond. I didn't know she, she did this. She knew. Nobody else knew she did this. And it was so strange. It was so cool. She goes, wait, wait, wait. I got to go check to see if, if they responded to my note. And all of a sudden you heard screaming. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's a response. That's a response. But what had happened was they took a little ball and they put it at the bottom of the sign. Now, the sign's up here on the door. And they took that ball and they put it on the floor next to the door as if, yeah, I want to play. And I'll tell you what, that was probably the coolest thing. Coolest thing ever. Now, the funny thing is, is if you want to backtrack in that story a little bit earlier, when Cindy was there telling us everything, she goes, do not turn off this light because this light used to be on and the light across the way used to be on. Because the electrical has some issues. If you turn them off, we may not get them on. She told everybody to leave the lights on, blah, blah, blah. One group turned off the light on the room across the way. And they've never been able to ever get it turned back on. Now, the funny thing is, is earlier in that night when we started our investigation, the dark side of it, I heard turn on the light. So I went, okay. I walked into a room knowing the light wouldn't turn on. And when I flipped the switch, the light turned on. I thought that was the coolest thing. I thought that was the coolest thing. And the funny thing is, is I wasn't afraid of it. I wasn't afraid. Now, to this night, I mean, and there were so many more things that happened, so many more things that happened. But I will tell you what, I will tell you what, what I found out was the most amazing thing about the whole night is anybody that knows me or has heard my speech, I always tell everybody as being a little girl, I used to be afraid of the things that went up in the night because I knew spirit was there. I always knew spirit was there and I couldn't see them. I couldn't see them. I didn't realize I could talk to them. um, And that was going on. And when I left the building that night, I realized the most amazing thing is I was no longer afraid. I was no longer afraid of the bump of the night because I know I can talk to it. I encourage anybody out there, maybe not to do a haunted investigation, but to really push past your fears and see what happens. Okay? Push past your fears and see what happens. I hope everybody enjoyed my story. I didn't probably say as, with as much exuberance as I possibly could have, but it was still really, really cool. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and when I come back, we're going to have Michelle. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit, WLTKDB. See you soon.
searching for true paranormal captures, information, and education. New methods mixed with old methods of capturing this mysterious phenomenon. Well, look no further for your ghostly voices than ghostly-voices.com. Nicole Tito and Lisa Crick take you on a journey into their paranormal world and provide you with true EVP and ITC audio captures, compelling information on debunking, some hilarious bloopers, and more. Remember, these two are veterans in the field and know how to capture the true evidence you are looking for. Ghostly-Voices.com Your paranormal stop for true audio evidence. Ghostly-Voices.com mystery, a book of one man's journey, a book of the afterlife, a book you must read. Ghost in Me by five-time award-winning author Kevin Killen is a book of one man's journey in the search of the afterlife. Read of his chilling childhood experience, his investigative journeys, and his opinions of paranormal activity. Ghost in Me by Kevin Killen, an Ozark Mountain publication. Get your copy today online or wherever books are sold. Welcome back here to Diet here on WLTKDB with School Through Spirit. And we are going to bring in Michelle Schulfer here. Oh, my God. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Fantastic. Fantastic. I was just telling everybody, I went on a paranormal investigation Friday. And it was so cool. Listening to it. That sounded really cool. (laughs) It was amazing. I'll tell you what. So, Michelle, can you just kind of tell everybody, hi, how you doing? And tell them a little bit about you. Sure. Um, Well, I just moved to Cable recently, and um, I've been doing healing work for 10 plus years. And um, when I moved to Hayward, as you know, um, it was during the COVID season, and I just didn't know what I was going to do with my life because I left a big, you know, business back in Stevens Point. And it was like spirit led me up north. My daughter lives up here. And um, I didn't know how accepting the folks in a little tiny town of Cable would um, take to energy healing. And so I thought, well, why don't I open up a tiny little store um, so they can meet me? And like I tell everybody so that they don't think, you know, I'm this which doing voodoo in the back. You know, <laughs> they might up I'm, there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just down to earth and I'm just a normal Wisconsin lady. And um, so um, it's been going better than I could ever imagine. I'm seeing clients almost every day already. So. Oh, and I'm glad to hear that because I know what time, Hey, I knew the time of the year you moved to Hayward and I went, no, because I used to live there. I'm like, not a good time to move to Hayward, you know, and then to move to Cable, I was like, oh, double no. But I thought it was awesome. I'm so glad you're doing so well. 
I've sent yeah. people to you. Trust me. I'm like, go to see Michelle. Go down the road. It's not. It's just down the way a bit. I love it. Um, and I love that. And, and we'll talk more about later when you're, you know, up there because I want people to find you. I really want people to find you because what you do is awesome. And it's amazing. And I love all the different modalities. And I hope you brought the sauna with you. So, <laughs> yes. So can you tell people, because... Um, did you start with healing before everything else? No, it was like 11 years ago. I was laying on the couch and I got a knock on the door and it was this lady who wanted to buy my house. And she offered me like 40,000 more than I, the asking price. And I'm like, wow, this is weird. I wasn't, I was um, just closed my gift basket store at that time. And I was working for my brothers. And that night um, I got this, um, message, dream, whatever it was that um, this gift of extra money was given to you so that you would start your healing work. And I had been like a psychic junkie going, you know, to every expo, you know how we get yeah. those people. Right. <laughs> I love those people. <laughs> I, know. I loved, I, I'm like, no, I want to be a psychic. I don't want to be an energy healer. And I just thought it was cooler. And um, anyways, I, um, in a few months after the closing of the house, I had the extra money. So I opened up a little office and I was just going to do Reiki. I was at Reiki too at that time. And, but I was just getting a few people. And then somebody said, why don't you put an ad on Craigslist under therapeutic? It's only $10 a week. And so I did, and I got flooded with calls, but it was the wrong kind of clients. Cause it was all, you know, Craigslist, it was all these men wanting massage. Right. And um, so I thought, well, maybe I'm supposed to do massage because back then, even just 11 years ago, people still weren't open enough yet to energy healing. And so um, I started at, um, applying at different schools, you know, for a massage. And but by the time I got settled, I already had a couple hundred clients. It was it was crazy. Wow. Um, but I think it was a gift because it got people in my door so I could experience more of what true energy healing is like you the more you practice and the more you're around people's energy fields the mm -hmm. more you tap in to that and i actually became a medical medium at that time so i started you know how some people use tarot cards as a tool or whatnot i use the body and so even to this day when i have a client coming in that wants either healing or messages i lay them on a massage table and i i scan the body and um now, when I'm opening up the chakras, I literally get messages for them, either on their health or emotional um, right. issues that needs to be resolved. And then right. from there, when once I find out what's going on in their body, that's when then I go and do the energy healing on that on that area. I, I love that. I love that because that's how I started. Believe it or not, I just didn't know I started that way. If that makes sense. Oh, I, well, I know you were nerd because I was Reiki first and. Um, I was, when everybody else would like, they'd have to be over the head or they'd have to be here and they'd talk about it. That's not how I got my information. I'd have my hands on their feet and my body would tell me everything about them. I just didn't realize I was a, me I was a medical, you know, I call it a medical intuitive just because of my nursing background. Mm -hmm. We're afraid of flipping over to that. Yeah. Um, but literally that's how I started you know, was that. So when I do a reading, I actually will connect my energy to their energy so I can feel what's going on in their body to me. That's you know, so it's how I started. And I just didn't know that's what I was doing back in the day. Wow. It uh, took until I got in front of a gallery of 150 people to go, oh my God. 
this is crazy. So how how more did you know? Because I I know when you were in the Stevens Point area, you know your clientele was building and things were happening. So because I know you ended up getting a sauna, I know you were all natural. You have the products. You know how did you start to jump into all of that? Well, um, my friend had given me a book actually from the medical medium based on health and wellness. And at that time I knew about organic foods and all that type of thing. And, um, you know, and I, I, I've suffered from weight gain just, um, due to, you know, I, I can't blame it on, you know, my past, but it, it, it kind of is, it's called pounds of pain kind of thing. Right. But as an empath too, we take on a lot of people's energy and it's almost kind of a, a barrier for us. But, um, so, um, you know, I started like wanting products that were healthy and organic and natural. And then like the sauna detoxes heavy metals and just like working on people's bodies, knowing that they have a lot of toxins in their bodies that are causing a lot of these diseases. Um, that's what got me kind of on that path. Oh, I love that. Because mm -hmm. I love that because you always hear, um, I say that in our world, you know how you'll hear a lot of people say, I'm organic, I'm this or that, but you can see them almost sneaking into McDonald's. <laughs> oh, and I, me too. You know, I'll go for this, right? <laughs> you know, like, I preach all this stuff, but it's like, but if you do look in my fridge, you know, it is all healthy organic food. It's just there's still that that craving that you get and that you want to go through the drive through. So right. Thank you. Cable doesn't have any drive through. Right. So. And Hayward's got one. <laughs> so you're like, I lost 40 pounds in Hayward. It's because they have one drive through and I didn't want to go through that one. So, yeah, very clean, right? I, I was like, okay, I'm over it. Okay, weight came off. I didn't, whether I wanted to or not, weight came off, you know? Yeah. I love that. So how are you, you know, I want to go back to the, the Reiki time. Can you share some, I know you can't share names and I don't want you to share names, but can you tell us about, um, some really amazing experiences with working with the energy with people. Yes. Um, I actually, I started writing some of these down in a book. Because awesome. it happened. And I didn't, um, even though I, you know, did make Reiki master training, I was more drawn to this frequency work. I didn't get into too much of the symbol work um, just because I think intuitively I knew where to go and what to do anyways. Right. But, um, I was watching Dr. Oz one day and this Dr. Eric Pearl came on and he um, had everybody in the audience hold up their hands and feel the energy. And um, he does reconnective healing. So I went and got trained in that and in matrix energetics. And it was so much more powerful for me. Mm -hmm. um, like literally people laying on the table that had like, I, don't, I mean, it was something like you would see in a, in a movie like they literally were like moving on the table and like they call them registers these things that are happening with the body like first the eyes will start to um go back and forth the eyelashes will twitch it's kind of like you're in the REM sleep a deeper level of mind so okay right now we're at the beta level of mind so you're getting kind of like hypnosis you're getting down into that theta and then delta level of mind so that way your physical body and your mind can separate so that the healing can take place a lot easier. And it's almost kind of like you're going into another parallel universe. It's like you're separating from your body. And some of my clients say that it feels like you're leaving the room. Some have experienced feeling other entities in the room. I think it's more like their spirit family that's coming to assist in a health right. um, 
I've had two clients that had such an overwhelming response. They got it on a plane to go and train um, because they wanted to be able to do that. And he actually teaches children, reconnective kids. Um, so anybody, of course, can do our work. It's just if right. we're, like I explained to people, everybody can draw a tree, but it's the people who really want, you know, some are born to naturally draw a, a beautiful tree and it's a piece of artwork. And, um, you know, I think we just naturally are meant to do this line of work. And so that's why we're maybe a little better at it, but anybody can do mm -hmm. it if they practice, you know? And so right. I that's where the massage came in. I was practicing not without even knowing and right. then it really finally tuned my skills. And so now it just keeps getting better and better, you know, every year. Right. I love hearing that because I've been on the table for you and I'll tell you what, it's amazing. It's and you only have some minutes. really hot hands and it's like, Oh my God, this is awesome. You know, this is, yeah. and I have been on a lot. It sounds bad, but I've been on a lot of tables. And like I said, that sounds really bad. <laughs> for certain tables you want to go back to, you know, and yeah. since I'm, I'm planning a trip up there soon, again, again, I'm yeah. hoping to be able to get down. If I get up there, I'm getting over to you, you know, that'd be great to see you. And oh, you too. You don't even know. I'm just like, yes, I wanted to see you when you were in Hayward. It didn't work. I'm like, this is not good. Now I got to get over where you're at now. <clears throat> and I know right where they says, so it's awesome. Good. Um, I, and I love the fact that you're seeing, but I want to go back because I, I love how you said, you know, you went to Reiki too and you just felt like going someplace else. Mm -hmm. You just knew where to go, you know, and that is so true because like for me, I did go to Reiki Master Teacher. I've actually attuned two people to one, never went further because it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. It just, I love healing work. Don't get me wrong. I love to do healing work, but I'm not a person that wants to do it every day. And I think I would find burnout if I did that every day. You know, I love talking to dead people. I like talking to your energy. I like doing the medical from a distance. I, you know, I love to teach, but healing is just, at least in that modality, is not my thing. You know, yeah, you can get burnout. Like I was seeing five a day, then it went down to four a day, then three a day. And now I'm... I see a client before I open my store and then after I open my store. So just two a day and okay. then um, on Sundays and Tuesdays in the afternoon, I'll see them um, two a day as well. And oh I'm filling up those spots already. And I've only been here probably five weeks and it's crazy. I think, you know, just with the shift of the whole globe, <laughs> yeah. um, people are seeking um, something different than the, their regular medical doctor, although, you know, I worked in the medical field and so did you, right. there, there is a need for that. It's just, there's um, something energetic that we all need to understand. The mind is so powerful. And I think when the people come here, I don't call myself a healer. I'm really just the conduit of the energy because the client is ready and it's between them and God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, your higher self. And I'm just there to hold the space for them. But I tell you, I can't believe the miracles that happen on the table. I mean, there's three clients that um, didn't have to have surgery. Um, there was one who had an ear cast on. He literally took it off and was hopping out the door, you know, and it's, it was his, I believe it was him. He was ready. It was his mind, you know, that did most of it, but I gave him the permission slip basically. To right. Help. That's what I do. I love that. I love the miracle stories. I do. And I think everybody loves the miracle stories, you know, um, because uh, the miracle stories are, I don't want to say what sell it, but those are the ones that you're just like, wow, this really does, 
you know, it kind of takes it back to Jesus time. Like all you have to do is want it. You have to allow it. If you have somebody to hold the space for you, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to happen. You know, you need so many healers is because each client or each person resonates with a different with a different kind of personality. So if if they have the belief in you and they really like your energy and they like who you are, um, the healing then is is going to be they're going to take place more. So I, I just I think everybody who uses energy work is at the same level. It's just it's how confident that healer is. And it's also how um, much that person trusts in you and resonates with you. And so there might be some people that don't like my personality, but somebody down the road is going to work better for them just because of how they resonate with them. Exactly. You know, and like, as in my line of work, there's never going to be a shortage of dead people. There's always going to be more. (laughs) There's, there's never going to be enough mediums to go around to all the dead people. You know what I mean? There's just, even if it's a one for one, that one person has got a ton of dead people on the other side. You know, it's just, there's never going to be a shortage, you know? So I like how you say that they can go to someplace else, you know, somebody else that they resonate with, mm-hmm. you know, like taking that whole um, fear of competition out of it. Because I've taught, you know, as you know, we have people that do look at competition with this, within this gamut of, of work. And the fact that you're like, hey, you know, we may not resonate and that's okay. We're, that's okay. I've never felt that. And I've actually, like you, have told people to go to other, yeah. other, other people. Like I was at the Hayward Expo, you know, just months back. And some said they were like drawn to my table right away. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it was you know, my display or the fresh flowers or what it was, but they said as soon as they walked through the door, they needed to go. And then also one had gone to seven different healers. And then she said when she came to me, maybe she was more ready, but she felt more energy um, with that session, you know, than somebody else. But then I've also felt like, oh, darn, am I losing my, am I losing my gift? Because I'll have a session that doesn't go the best. And you might too, where we, um, something is just not, maybe the readiness isn't there. I don't know how to explain it, but there's days where I'm like, am I doing this right? You know, I still question myself after 11 years, which is ridiculous, but (laughs) I always find those are the ones that call me back faster than the ones that I think are amazing. Yeah, the ones that I was like, oh, my God, that totally sucked. I didn't don't feel like I got much, blah, blah, blah. And they're the one that becomes my regular client, you know, because they really got what they needed. And I just didn't realize. That did happen to me once. I was in Stevens Point and I did a session on an old neighborhood friend. And I felt that there was something going on on her right side. And I could and I asked her and she's like, no, nothing's going on. And. I'm just like, oh, something's here. And I, I, I wanted to heal that part, but I'm like, well, she said no, so I didn't. A year later, when I was moving from Stevens Point up to Hayward, I was selling all my stuff and I was selling a grill and she came in to buy the grill. And she said, remember when you said that you felt something there? Two months later, I ended up in the hospital for several days because I had some kind of growth or something. I can't remember what it was exactly. And I'm like, why did you tell me? I felt like I did the worst sec- session because I felt like I wasn't like picking up on anything. So sometimes the stuff that I'm picking up on is going to happen in the near future. Right. Which so, is awesome. awesome. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I think it's amazing. You know, now there's two avenues I want to go with you. And I'm telling you what. 
I really want, we're going to get to your products because I want to talk about your products because they're rocking. But I really need to go to the houses you like to restore or the things you like to restore. Oh, I know. I'm a house flipper. I love it. I love, I love it. And I want to talk about that because you do flip houses, but it's not like you you find the pretty one. You find the one that really needs some work. It's the oldest one in every town. My first house was the oldest house in Stevens Point, built in 1855. Now I am in the oldest house in Cable. They're actually putting a plaque on the house, built in 1863. And um, the big brick house that I lived on, right. River Drive, that was the oldest house in that area it was built in the 1800s it's just i'm drawn to these old houses and then i like clear them it's almost like feng shui almost right. like you know what things need to be changed and shifted and it's almost like a healer a reiki person comes in and kind of sweeps the area sometimes when i'm repainting i'll paint on the walls love healing abundance and then i paint over it so that those words are like saturated in the walls oh you know, wow. there's just so much energy that you can shift in a house to make it light and bright again right i love that because i'll tell you what i've only seen pictures of some i have been in the one but i've only seen pictures of other houses you know mm -hmm. and then the trailer that you flipped i'm like she flipped a trailer you know it's like have a house to flip it was COVID. I had um, um, sprained my ankle so bad I couldn't walk for three months and so I couldn't see clients anyways and um, I'm like well, what am I going to do what if I can't find a house maybe I'll buy a trailer so of course it was a, a really old trailer <laughs> it was so fun it was like my COVID art project I call it and um, but I went to take it out to go camping and I'm like I am terrified of hauling this huge thing it was like 27 feet oh I'm my like, gosh it was that big huh yeah, oh. huge. So um, I ended up flipping it, and I did make seventeen hundred dollars on that one. So there you go. I love it. Was so cute, guys, and 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 lo and behold, she makes it retro, kind of. So it's kind of like there you go. I loved it. I I, I loved it because the whole time I was watching you like take your pictures, and and she was the whole time. You know, Michelle was doing this trailer. Everybody, she was taking pictures, kind of like before and after and in betweens, and and sharing those pictures. And all I could think the whole time was like, wow. I mean, how much you can do, and how much you do do. And then I was thinking of how much I could do if I actually put my mind to it. You know, like there's really no stopping anybody. You know, onto what you're gonna, what you can or cannot do. You know, so to me, it was amazing to watch you do that. You know, do something. The adrenaline kicks in and no matter how much in pain you are or whatever, you just are so excited to do that work. And I think that's when I found this house. Um, it's kind of set back off the street a little bit. And it was a it was a bright yellow and pink color, which she needed to to show um, kind of like when you go to Door County, you see the colored houses and it's it's cute and quaint. But it was. Um, I, I needed different colors for my business. I need something softer. So she allowed me to paint. So I didn't buy this house. I'm just renting it. Right. But they did shift a little things in there to make it more for me because there's a studio apartment that I'm living in in the back of the house. Okay. The front part of the house is the storefront. And it's really tiny, but it's got everything it needs that that I like to sell. It's everything oh. I like. So if I need something, I just go into the front of the house and <laughs> get it off the shelf. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So let's talk more about your products and what you make. Okay. First, I want to know, you know, and, and before we talk about the products themselves, how did you get to that point of wanting to make products? 
Um, I actually had made products back when I owned Heaven and Hand Basket, which was a gift basket store. Okay. I made my own massage oils and stuff back then. And then I was asked by a big company, Adventure 212 in Stevens Point. It's a million dollar company. They have a spa in there. And a lady had asked me if I would join her and make their products. So I had really big bottles of essential oils that I needed to use up. I mean, because this was thousands, thousands of dollars worth of essential oils. I mean, even a little bottle sometimes can be $50. You know, we had the big bottles. Um, right. So um, once I stopped doing that, um, I when I um, went back to doing, um, well, having a bigger space than just doing massage, I thought, oh, I should um, make my own line. But I was upstairs above a jewelry store at one time. I've moved like six times in the last eight years. I'm a gypsy. I moved from town to town. And I go where I'm led, I guess. Um, I love that. I love that. You don't even know. I'm like, where's she going to go next? <laughs> no, but people are like, what are you running from? And I'm like, maybe I'm running to something. Maybe I'm healing a neighborhood. I remember moving <clears throat> to one place that I flipped. And there was like literally four pedophile houses around me. And I'm like, I was told that I was put there to heal that block, that there was a lot of pain and suffering there. And um, so... Sometimes you are led to a place and it's exciting to me because I love flipping houses. And um, so I kind of get bored after it's all done. I'm like, I'm already thinking like, oh, I wish she would sell me this house so I could make the upstairs and you know, the garage. And, you know, um, so if, if not, I'll probably start looking for a house of my own and then just turn this into a little bit bigger store. Right. That's what I'm hoping. Anyway. I can see that. I can see that. So what is all in your, I can source. Oh, yeah. You're like, let me yeah, buy this yeah. house. Let's just go for the town because you know what? We need a facelift. Cable <laughs> 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 will be renamed Michelle. You know? oh. <laughs> I love it. Um, so what is in your product line? What are different products that you have? Okay. So um, it's a zero waste store. So there's no plastic. It is all, everything is organic. There are no toxins in anything. So you will find, um, I make my, my best selling thing as the Turkish towels, but the second best selling thing are my high frequency creams. So it's a refill station. So okay. you get a tin and then when you come back to refill it, it's saving on packaging. And so um, you save a dollar then if you refill in that tin. So I have these big jars of the different creams that um, I make myself and people swear by them. I had a lady that called me the other day She's like her daughter since two years old, had this kind of skin condition. She's 18 now and she bought one of those. And after several applications, um, the the rashes went away and she was finally wearing short sleeve shirts. She was almost crying on the phone. It was, I'm like, wow, like people have said, I don't know what it is about your cream, but you know, when you make something with love, you do anything with love, it's gonna add something that, so I do like a prayer over each batch that I make. I usually make the batch on a full moon or new moon um, I make super moon sprays, um, that are charged. Um, then I charge the frequency of my work into each one. Um, I play certain kind of music. So sometimes it's a heart chakra toning sound. Um, I did Beethoven last time, whatever I'm drawn to. And so I have three different um, product line there. Since that's doing so well, I'm actually opening up a whole apothecary line. So I'm, um, I found my cupboard that I need and, I'm going to do the old vintage bottles. I love old apothecaries. Cool. And um, so I'm going to make my whole line because during the parade, I had a couple people come in and they asked, well, do you have anything for arthritis? Do you have anything for headaches? 
And I'm like, you know, I usually heal people for those kind of things. But if people want like a product that they can just take home, um, then I can just say, here, here's a bottle of my magical potion. There you go. <laughs> I love it. And you're trying to say you're not the witch in town. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of a hedge witch, I guess. I work with, um, I love working with different plant oils and herbals and tinctures. And I uh, grew my own herb garden this year. So I'm going to um, start selling um, teas for specific chakra opening. So there'll be a root chakra tea. Um, so we have like three different blends that you drink to help open up the, each chakra. I love that. So it's like everything you do is really all healing and encompassing. Mm -hmm. You know, 110% all encompassing. I love that. You know? The, line, the, the makeup line is all non-toxic. It's made in cardboard or, um, or glass jars. Um, everything in the store is um, about healing. That's why I called it the healing shop, just because right. that's what it encompasses. So. so you have a makeup line in there also? Yeah, I don't make it myself. Uh, it is a Lady River Organics is the um, company, and she puts them in the cardboard tubes so there's no plastic. So you actually get more product, even though it looks more compact and small. And right. so she uses different minerals and, um, you know, to make the... I mean, I wear the eyebrow wax, <laughs> um, oh. the eyeshadow, the blush cheek stuff. I mean, it's all, it's, I have to order more, actually. I have to order every day. My products have been flying out of the shelf. I can't keep up with the Turkish towels. That's my number one selling thing. What? Let's say I've been here six weeks now. I've had to make four large uh, $1,000 orders already with the Turkish towels because they just fly out so fast. Wow. What is a Turkish towel? It's um it's organic cotton that um, in Turkey um it's the fibers of their cotton are a lot longer and they don't spray it with fungicide like we do in the United States we spray it with fungicide because cotton will sit in warehouses for a long time and it can okay. get moldy these are hand um, handmade on a loom in okay. in Istanbul and the village actually provides electricity so these women aren't worked you know because in some countries they hire children and women to work all day long and sell it really cheap everything if i get it from another country like ghana ghana africa i get bulga baskets from i get them from villages where it's fair trade where um they are paid you know an equal you know amount for for their hard labor um these turkish towels are it's a lifetime towel it gets softer with every wash it rolls really thin so it's good for traveling um people have been buying them around here because they take them on boats like i did last night i went on a pontoon boat right and i took my turkish towel and it was perfect you know it wasn't too heavy it's light um and they use organic dyes as well so you can wrap these around babies as swaddling um without worrying about the toxins and fungicides and um colorants going into the skin oh Even wow. after washing that, that can still happen I love that. I love how you put so much thought into everything you're doing in the store. You know, it just seems like it's like a lot of research and a lot of thought to really make sure it's kind of like putting your own stamp on everything. You know, I love that. I, 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 I'm telling you, I have to come and fill up on things because I keep seeing creams with lavenders and I'm like, I don't even like lavender. <laughs> I do have one that has lavender and um, minty oils and it's actually a good one to put on the skin as the first, um, 
for repelling mosquitoes. Oh, that's uh, probably why I want it. <laughs> mosquito repellent too, and it's 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 for deep woods, and it's all non-toxic. So now, does it work up there in the North Woods? I went to Drummond Woods, which I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like swampland there, so there's tons of mosquitoes. But I I love the the um, the really old uh, hemlock trees there. And so it's one of my favorite places to walk. And I actually did a forest bathing retreat, um, out there and the mosquitoes were horrible and I sprayed everywhere and I must've missed my uh, wrist because I had a ring of mosquito bites around my wrist. So I'm like, Oh my God, this stuff works. I didn't have any mosquito bites on my hands where I sprayed. Oh, wow. I use catnip oil, which is 10 times more powerful than DEET. Okay. Toxic. So, Oh, wow. That is too cool. I love that. So everybody's got to come to your shop up there just for that. <laughs> oh, I sell tons of it. And it's a part of the refill station as well. So you can come and refill your bottle. I just do a little two ounce bottle so you can just carry it. It's in glass because there's essential oils in there. But right. you can literally drop it to the ground. It's not going to break. It's a really thick glass. And you can just tuck it into your backpack um, and then come here and refill it when you need to. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, you talked about going in and doing like a forest bathing. What is that? So um, back when I was even in Stevens Point, I did a couple of retreats, but they weren't like full on weekend retreats. And so when I came up here, I'm like, when I was in Hayward, um, I had all that time off. So I went to every waterfall that you can imagine. Every There's a lot of them every, up there. Oh, every trail system. It, it's just so beautiful here. It is. It is really like heaven on earth. And I'm like, I have to like share this with people and have, I love women's circles. Um, the first retreat didn't go the best. Um, I only had two people sign up. Um, and I also was in the process of moving and starting a business and painting the house and it was too much. And so I took a little backseat from that. And um, so I eventually will get back into that when I'm a little bit more settled and I, I will need an employee. Um, so I am having my first full moon um, ceremony this Friday night um, out on the patio. The patio is just beautiful. I have it really decorated nice. Hopefully it doesn't, it's not supposed to rain. Um, so I like to do, you know, women's circles still. So I'm, I'm just starting that up again right now. I love that. I love that. Now, um, is there a cost for them to join with you on that? So that's $5 and oh. they, get, they get a little thing to take home. I'm going to teach them how to set an altar. Um, we're going to make some moon water. We're going to have some um, grounding tea. So the $5 just covers those little things, you know, that they get. There you um, go. Yeah, it's just like hour long um, and just to gather with like minded people. You know, people around here have been hiding basically in their houses and they have come out of the woodwork and they've been thanking me. We've been wanting a store like this. We've been trying to get somebody who is um, on the same. And yep. I was really surprised. I mean, just neighbors down the road, they're like, oh, I do Reiki too, but nobody knows, you know. And yep. so now it's giving them permission to be themselves. They've had a few, they've had a few stores up there for that. Those two were, the other two were actually in Hayward themselves that did it. And each time they come out, it's like, wow, you know, you find more people coming out of the woodwork up there. Cause I always tell people Hayward or the North woods up net and anybody knows cables really just down the road from Hayward. Mm -hmm. um, but everybody hides. It's almost like everybody's got the trees and they hide behind the trees. They don't, they don't come out to say, I do energy or I do, or I do readings or I do whatever, you know? So when they see that light, it's like, you know, it's like, it's okay to come out, you know, it's okay to come out. And I love that. You I know, know people in the town 
they don't agree with what I do. And um, I think, like I told somebody else, it is the fear of the unknown. They just don't understand it. And that's why when you asked me to do this, I um, put the link out there hoping that they watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to heal people. I'm not, you know, doing anything um, that is going to harm anybody. I'm not trying, right. you know, not trying to oversell. I keep my prices low for people. Yeah. Um, so. And I think you're you're a beautiful gem up there because, and I will tell you from experience, you will find in, um, in, in and I will tell people you're going to have to just kind of Google that area. And I do always start with Hayward because it's not the big. I don't think it's the biggest town, but because it's a huge tourist town, it's almost like the center, as I like to call it. Although it's really not. It's like the upper, and it all falls down from there, or it spreads out. But literally, you know, cable needs something. You go down to Radisson, there's somebody. You know, you go over to Stone Creek. You, you know what I mean? There's going to be somebody, but it's always one person, which is beautiful because it's what it's needed. You know, it's really needed up there because that that place is beautiful. But it needs it needs it needs that extra love too. You know, they all need that extra love. So I'm I'm so happy to see that you're out there in that area. You know, so. Um, and if you don't mind, send me links to anything you have, because I will be more than happy to share it. And trust, I got a lot of friends up in that area that I know would love to know about this stuff, you know, that you're having. So please share those links with me, you know, <laughs> I will post it and see how many people we can get to come to you or at least interested maybe in something later on, you know? So I, I love that. So, um, what can people find from like the, the full moon, you know, the ceremony, the moon ceremonies, what can they find from that? Because I know when we say ceremony, all of a sudden it starts thinking witchy. Mm -hmm. And you know, everybody thinks of witch and, and trust me, ceremony does not need, just mean witchy or witch, wicked. You know, it's a, a terminology. I, I always like to tell people it's, it's kind of like using prayer. Prayer can be considered a ceremony, you know, a ceremonial, you know, it's just, it's just one term. You know, that can mean many different things or comparisons to other things. Yeah, so. and I like I love using the word ceremony just because um, if I bring in tea, it mm -hmm. is labeled a ceremonial tea that's been used, you know, in different tribes from long ago. Um, I do like the old Native American kind of traditions and the, the earthy type right. of stuff. And so I even bought a tabletop um, little fire pit where it doesn't really Mulk, it's the neatest thing you put in these little wood chips. So um, when we have it outside at night, um, we're going to, um, you know, how full moons are releasing the right. old. So we're, I'm going to do a little um, drum meditation in the beginning. And then, um, then we're going to write down what we want to release. And then we're going to throw them in the little fire that mm -hmm. I'll have outset. And um, then I'll show them how to set up the altar. And it's just basically like if you have a favorite table, side table, and you want to adorn it with flowers and your favorite crystals, it's basically that, but just expanding on that a little bit. And then um, and then I just want discussion. I just want us to talk um, just about stories. You know, I love story time and, um, and just grouping together with like-minded women so we all feel that we have somebody that is on the same um, wavelength or thought process that we can feel comfortable to share things with. So I love that. Just simple. Just keep it simple. I love that. But people don't have to be afraid of it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I wanted you to share just so that people understand. It's just, it's about gaining knowledge and sharing, you know, and, and learning a little extra, you know, that they don't have to be afraid of it. So it's very, to me, it's just, I, I don't do little fires. I do very large fires. Of course. <laughs> Anybody knows my personality? There's nothing really small about it. It's a very big personality. So my fire pit, as we call it, is probably a 30-second round it. <laughs> wow. We got, to, at our house, we have um, we have a his and her fire pit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they're both equally the same size. Plus, we got the smaller ones, too, if we just want to go out there for 10, 15 minutes. But um, <clears throat> essentially, we do the same thing. You know, we just... You know, that's why I had to move back south. I mean, literally, my fires were just too much for the Hayward area. I had to burn down the village, you know. <laughs> but I also love to, and it's me, I love to take pictures of fires because when I take the picture, I can see the fairies in it or I can see the fire spirits and that nature, which I don't know if that's something you do, but I know it's something I do. But I get yeah. I get out there a little bit more. <laughs> Well, I love that because I um, never thought of doing that until one time I, when I was on West River Drive and Point, we did a fire ceremony and I took a picture and somebody commented, oh, do you see that in there? And I'm like, I just took it just because it looked pretty. And then I did see something in there mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I need to start taking pictures of my fire. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I totally forgot about that. And I probably wouldn't have done it, you know, this yeah. Friday. So. It's amazing because one of my one of my dearest and closest friend Lisa is in the Hayward area. She actually owned the first store in Hayward that was all about metaphysical and this and that. Really? Um, it's no longer there, but uh, she will have in her yard. But and that's where I lived when I lived up there. You know, was was with her, mm-hmm. and uh, I rented from her and. It was so cool because she said, you know, do whatever you want. And I could feel fairies in the backyard, like all over. So I made this huge fairy garden type, just out of the natural stuff that was there, mowed only certain areas. So it was all past all they wanted. And I missed that. I missed those fairies. I missed them very badly, you know, and that energy. And uh, she had a fire this last winter and she took pictures. She goes, look at your fairies came and you could see the fairies all around dancing around the fire and just flying. You could see them. And it was just, and they weren't like little, like fly size. They were very much shaped like the fairies. It was so cool. There must be like some kind of fairy energy up here because um, I know even the museum puts on a little fairy every year um, tea party. And I was drawn when I I order books from new leaf publishing um, and they had all these fairy little books and I've noticed a lot of moms coming in with little girls into the store and I'm like I need to have something for little girls so I started buying these fairy books yeah like activity books and that type of thing and I had more fun looking through them myself I actually just ordered more because I'm out right now and uh, so when you yeah, it's good to be kind of a habit of saying I'm out I'm out I'm and it's a good habit to <laughs> I know I run out so fast that well I didn't know how much to order I didn't want to like be stuck with just a bunch of stuff you don't know when you first open how, right. how it's going to be but it is tour season you know I know I'm sure it's going to slow down you know as right. winter comes but so yeah there's a lot of orders coming in hopefully today <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And there is, there's a lot of fairy energy up there. It's just, it's, I think that's why the Northwoods to me is so special. And I always tell people, you can go to the Northwoods, you'll know when you've driven into it, 
because the energy just sh- changes. And you can even go from Wisconsin into into Minnesota. And I don't know if you've tested that drive yet. No, you can tell when you've left your Northwoods. You can tell when you've left that energy and gone across. And it's not the Mississippi that makes the difference. You know, it's just, it's a, they're two different, I swear it's the fairies that make the difference in energy up there. It's amazing. When I come back to Stephen's point, which I love Stephen's point, it's a wonderful town, but it does feel different. I'm like, oh, it's so flat and there's so many buildings. And I'm, it's not even that big of a city, it's 26,000. But when I come back to my little town of 800, I'm like, I just, I literally feel like this is home now. And my daughter is a bonus. She lives right in Cable as well. So, you know, I don't want to leave. <laughs> right. And that is, I mean, you got a bonus living up there. If it wasn't for my family, I'd probably be back up there just because it's home. It's always going to be home. And I was only, I was only there for three. Of course, I went up there my whole life to that area. And I was actually from Springbrook. So equal distance, just the opposite side, you know, so I was, I was up in that area. So, and I was up there my whole life several times throughout my whole life because grandparents lived up there, you know? So, that energy, you just can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. So what do you have on the scope of things? Where are you moving forward towards? You know, you're, you know, we know where you've been. We know where you're at. What are your ideas about moving forward of different things? Or Um, I started the process of making that whole line. That's going to be a lot of work just because I want the label, you know, just making the labels and, um, blending and mixing and trying out all these different concoctions. Um, I mean, I have a good sense of it just because I've been doing it so long, but, um, and then also restarting up some of the retreats for women because they're, they're asking already. It's just, I need, I'm not a very good driver in some of these beautiful waterfalls that I want to go to are still 90 minutes more north. And so, um, you know, just as my daughter knows, I always get lost. And so that's my biggest fear is not being able to, um, you really have to plan these retreats. I mean, I didn't plan enough before. And I think that's what I have to, if I really want to do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start planning. The, there's a community center here where um, I've been asked by a couple old vendors to do smaller expos at the community center in Cable, um, an alternative health expo. I know um, one of the big companies does expos up here. I was almost going to do one in Ashland. I don't want to start the whole big ones because, you know, I did the alternative health ones in point. Right. Those are so much work. And I give Dawn so much credit. She's done such an awesome, awesome job. So I would do want to do smaller scale of just bringing a collection of people like we would love to have you come up. and do. I would be there in a heartbeat. You don't even know. (laughs) And they have all the tables. Everything is all set up already. It's like $25 a day to rent the center. And it's in a beautiful, it's tucked in kind of in the woods a little bit. And it's so that is my my next my next goals coming up. Good, yeah, and I don't know if you know this. I stopped doing most uh, all the bigger events. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Spirit took them all away. Oh, this is what they did to me, Michelle. And I'll tell you what, I was I I thought I think I sat there and I I cried because it was December two thousand nineteen. Yeah, two thousand nineteen, and I was gearing up to literally I I put my feelers out there. I'd given a verbal, I will be there to like 30 some events just for spring. Cause we know how much I traveled right. and it was like 30. So, and I, I just talked about that season. Cause it's only, you know, from February until mid mid May. 
And there was 30 some events I'd signed up for, you know, and send in the contracts yet. And Spirit told me you're going to stop doing those. And I went, no, I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they said, yes, you are. And they, and I finally agreed with them. And it was, it was quite funny because I was having this conversation with them and it was like an argument. And they said, fine, cut half of them out, cut half of them out. And I went, which half, what do you want me to take? And they literally took the bigger one that you know about out. And I went, that's where I make most of my money. Are you kidding me? Like, and they said gone. And I'm like, okay, I followed it. I said, okay, that's, that's simple enough. They're gone. <clears throat> so I did all these other ones and I went, okay, well, we're signed up for all those and sent in fees, did all that. Um, and then in January, they told me I was going to walk away from nursing. And I went, no, I'm not because you can't take away this and that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'll never forget it because it was February 10th. I had, it was agency. So it's not like I had to put in a two weeks notice anywhere. And it was February 10th, and I had to work that PM shift at a facility I loved going to, but couldn't stand the job anymore. And me and my daughter were in Farron Fleet during the day with the kids, and she she buys this, this smock for me, and it's blue. And anybody that knows me, I don't like blue because I'm very associated with colors, and, you know, it's calming, and it just takes my big personality and puts me to sleep. And that's why I don't like blue. I, I'm very color sensitive. So nothing around me is blue. I mean, this is pushing my limits, you know? But so she buys this blue, and it's like a royal blue. I'm like, oh, that's going to put me to sleep right now. But it says love and peace. and uh, It's total hippie, you know? And she goes, I bought this for you. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear that. She goes, that's a idea. You're going to wear it tonight, and you're retiring. You're done. Wow. And I went, okay. And I put it on and I walked into the facility and they said, oh my God, we haven't seen you forever. And I said, and you won't again. I retire after tonight. So February 10th was literally my last shift as a nurse. Wow. And I went, okay. And the funny thing is, is I'd already done a couple of events, but nobody was showing up to events. And I'm like, so even the ones they'd let me have, I wasn't working, you know, and I'm driving to Minnesota. I'm driving everywhere. And then COVID hit and every event was wiped off. Mm. And I went, okay, this is the reason. This is the reason. And actually, here I am doing my business and my business flourished. And I was like, are you kidding me? It flourished. And now that event season's back open again, they're telling me not to sign up. So literally, I'm only doing a few smaller events that I get to go. And it's more, I call it my playtime. So essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a fee. I'm showing up, I'm putting a booth together, and I go play. Paying <laughs> you for me to go play. And they just like, I'm like, I will sit down eventually. Don't worry. And they just laugh at me. They're like, you do what you need to do, and you just have fun, you know? And I've proven it because at the last event I showed up to, it, it's exactly what I did. I went to play. I was getting some beautiful helmet kind of done by Kim on my hand, and somebody comes and goes, aren't you Diat? And I went, you can feel that I'm going to work thing happening. You know? like, yes. <laughs> and they drew driven, you know, equally equal distance that I had. And I drew like almost three hours to get a reading with me. So I was like, Oh, so I did sit down. I did finally work. And I had a waiting list around me under my tent because it was pouring, you know, but you know, I, I, I would definitely come to yours, though, because I always loved yours. You know, they're just 
the energy, the air. It's like, you don't mind if I go play a little bit. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Maybe go play. Have fun. Sometimes, like, if you have too big of a store or too big of an expo, it's like people don't know how to make decisions. It's overwhelming for them. Yeah. So even though I want to, I would love to have my store a little bigger, a couple clients have said, no, this is just right. It's not overwhelming. You know, you have, you know, face care here, makeup here, towels over here. Um, and they don't have to think too much. And I actually... I'm selling more here than I did in my huge heaven and handbasket store in Stevens Point, which was probably, ugh, I don't know, maybe 10 times the size. I mean, it wow. was huge. And um, I'm like, I have never had sales like this in my old store than I do here. So um, so I think staying small with the expos and, and the little gatherings are is my thing, too. I don't ever want to do the really big ones, I don't think, either. Right, exactly. Um, somebody just popped up. Do you remember yes. me? Do you do do you do you know Brenda Art uh, Albrecht? Oh. I know she was on my show last week, just asking questions. Um, I'm a face person. Well, I shouldn't say I'm an energy person. So you know what I mean. I feel the energy, and I know who they are, and I always feel bad because people come up and look at me. Go, do you remember me? I'm like. Not your face, but I remember your energy, you know, and I'll never remember your name. So yeah, me either. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Brenda. I do remember you from last week. Um, I apologize. And I don't know if that question was towards me or towards Michelle. Um, but I do appreciate the fact that you come on and said hi again, you know, which is awesome. I always love it. Oh, I was the one. Yes, Brenda. I remember that. She is the one. In, she came up and see me in Meryl. 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 Yes. <laughs> you know, um, and it was, it was amazing. It was amazing up there. So it was, it was an amazing, amazing time. So, yeah. um, I love it. So it was, you remember me as, are you Brenda, the one that, um, came and got me from the henna booth? I have to wait for her to say yes or no. It might be her. I bet you it's her. It was awesome. So, um, Yep, she drove to see me. She's the one that they drove to see me. Um, okay. Two and a half, three hours. Yeah. It was. It was uh, I. I was honored. I'll tell you what. It's always an honoring to see that. I'll tell you what. It just makes you want to cry. It makes you want to cry. So it was amazing. Um, but to go on with that, I, I I would suggest anybody make the trip up to Hayward, up to I keep saying here, but up to Cable to see you. You know, because I think that's amazing. I I love what you're doing. Um, Thank you. Uh update i gotta click that things take my time away and i'm like i can't see because they my my screen puts all of its memos up in the same corner as my time yeah. <laughs> so i can't see anything um <clears throat> so with the retreats and i know you're only in a thought process only really in the thought process what type of retreats are you looking at well i did do one already and um i had always done you know either short couple hour ones or a full day retreat well, the ones up here, I was like booking a, um, I actually had canceled one for July because it just didn't feel right. But you book an Airbnb, you get eight women to stay in a cabin for the weekend. So Friday night, all day Saturday, and then leave Sunday late afternoon. And then that way you have enough time to go see different waterfalls. Um, like I was going to do, um, we were going to go up to Little Girls Point and the whole thing was going to be working on inner child work. And so um, the house that I was going to um, rent in Iron Ironwood was the, called the Cookie Cottage. So we were going to kind of bring back 
everything that a little girl would like to do and really work on the inner child. We were going to bake cookies. We were going to go to the little girl's points and pick rocks. And, um, you know, I like to incorporate different meditations and different, I love doing crafty things and making our own things. So like uh, we made with the forest bathing one, we did, we made our own forest bathing roll on out of nine different tree oils. And so then they can take home gifts then from the retreat with them. You know, right. journal, like I like to gift a journal to each one of them so that during the whole time when you have downtime, you can have alone time in solitude and then have circle time as well. So it's kind of integrative, yet it's kind of your own personal retreat as well. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love, oh, I love that. I love the, tell you about, ah, I'm going to have to come to someone. I'm like, I need to find a way to come. I need to find a way to come up to some. You will when it's ready, when you're ready. I, you know, I, and I know. It is so hard because I get so busy with just life and grandkids and work and the radio and everything else that I've got going on, you know, that all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I want to do everything and I never have time to do it all, you know? It just I, know, I can't go to anything either. It seems like <laughs> working that day, you know. <laughs> it's like, I thought when I retired from nursing, I would have a bigger, like, here you go. And that's not exactly what it is. It's been totally different, you know, totally different. It's, it's, I'm busier now than I used to be, you know, totally different. So wow. I love this. So how can people find you, Michelle? I want people, I want literally, and I will tell you guys, everyone, if it's, if it's not her store, you need to have an opportunity to have, you know, a, a time that she holds space and, and lots of healing perform because it's a must. It's, it's a must. It's, it's a very short five hour drive for me. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I do a lot of long distance sessions with my, all my clients back in Stevens point. There you so, go. So you can, you can give me a call. You can look me up on ostaralighthealing.com, which is my website, which has my hours and my rates and my information. And then I'm also on Instagram, both for the healing shop and Ostara Light Healing. So I have two separate accounts and um, I'm going to be setting up a website for the healing shop. So you can purchase, if you can't come down here and shop, you can purchase right online. Right now you can purchase on ostaralighthealing.com, but it's not very, not, it's not updated very much. I don't have a lot of the new products even on there because I've just been too busy. Um, so if you follow me on Facebook, every time I get a shipment in, I will post and show a picture of what came in. So if you want it, you can just, um, you know, just give me a call and I can, I, I do shipping. The post office is literally like 50 feet from me. So I, well, even during the middle of the day, if my store is open, I just run over there and ship packages. So I've been shipping a lot of my merchandise out um, to a lot of my clients as well. That, that doesn't help with the refill station, but I'll take it anyway. So I'm going to go on and look. You know? <laughs> I may go on and look. I so thank you, Michelle, for coming on with me today. It, you have been such a beautiful blessing and fresh air, and I love it. I love it, and I hope more people reach out to you because you have so much to offer. So much to offer. I was so excited when you asked. I'm like, what, me? <laughs> of course you. Of course you. I mean, I'm just like, oh, I want Michelle. She better say, oh, she's got to say yes. <laughs> you know? Well, you picked the right day because I'm off on Mondays. So oh, I love it. I love it. You know, and I do. I do. So thank you so much, for Michelle, for coming on, sharing everything about you and just being so vulnerable to 
allow people to see you and who you are. And I, I really do hope that people around tune in and see it. You know, if nothing else, it goes into podcast form and they can find it in almost all of their podcast forums. So I did have a couple people asking if yep. they can you know, listen to this again. Yep. So, good. Literally, I... I don't know much about podcasts, but most podcast forums, it's there, including Audible, Amazon Music. Um, just go through School Through Spirit, and they'll find it. Okay, perfect. So, I'm glad you said that. Yes, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. Um, everybody, thank you. I will be back in a few minutes with your weekly tarot reading. This has been Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTK, or TK, TB, WLTKDB. Come back in a few minutes with your reading. Searching for true paranormal captures, information, and education. New methods mixed with old methods of capturing this mysterious phenomenon. Well, look no further for your ghostly voices than ghostly-voices.com. Nicole Tito and Lisa Craig take you on a journey into their paranormal world and provide you with true EVP and ITC audio captures, compelling information on debunking, some hilarious bloopers, and more. Remember, these two are veterans in the field and know how to capture the true evidence you are looking for. Ghostly-Voices.com Your paranormal stop for true audio evidence ghostly-voices.com A book of mystery. A book of one man's journey. A book of the afterlife. A book you must read. Ghost in Me by five-time award-winning author Kevin Killen is a book of one man's journey in the search of the afterlife. Read of his chilling childhood experience, his investigative journeys, and his opinions of paranormal activity. Ghost in Me by Kevin Killen, an Ozark Mountain publication. Get your copy today online or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. I am your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTK DB Let's Talk Radio. We are back. I just got done speaking with uh, Michelle um, Schulfer with Ostera Healing. And I will tell you what, she is just such a breath of fresh air. She's amazing. Um, if you're, you know what, so many people go to the Northwoods, especially if you're in Wisconsin or Michigan or Minnesota, you go over to Hayward. Um, and I do say Hayward because that's where a lot of people go. But just literally, when you get to Hayward, you know, if you're coming in on 63, just keep going through Hayward, shoot past down to Cable, you're going to find her. Oh, my gosh. And she is such a breath of fresh air. You're just going to love her. 
Um, you're going to love her products. You know, sign up to get a healing with her. Of course, sign up ahead of time or you're not going to get that chance because she's going to be booked up. Okay. Um, but please do take that time because you're going to love that. She's fantastic. Just beyond fantastic. <clears throat> um, we're going to keep going here. Excuse my coughing. Um, still working on my office room, still working. It's, it's going to be all summer, guys. It's going to be all summer before we get a brush of fresh air that you go, oh, my gosh, you're not in a storeroom anymore. Um, but I'm doing the best I can with what we got. So um, let's go on to our cards. Here you go. This is what we're going to use this week is the Intuitive Soul Oracle Cards deck with Lisa Williams. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm so sad. I'm I've been telling you for a year now, a year. If you want her cards, go get them. Why? Because they're not in production anymore. They're not in production. And the company, the place, the store I go to, which is Earthsong in Janesville here, I go there to buy all my stuff. They just got the notice because they needed to buy more of her cards to put on the shelf that there is no more in, their, in the warehouse of where they order from. Okay? So, um, you guys are out of luck unless you find a deck someplace, you know, hope, hopefully, you know. Um, I will tell you, I was able to get one last deck. The deck I got was a used deck from um, a healer and a card reader. So I was able to get one last deck, and I threw it into my teaching bag because I really want these cards in every modality I do use. Um, and now we just got to send energy that maybe Lisa will create a new deck so that I can go, woohoo! I love that deck, too. Um, so anyway, but now you're into antique stores and you're into thrift stores and you're into taking them from your friends. So don't steal them, though. Just ask permission. So we're going to do our card this week. Oh, I'm hearing four cards. We haven't done just four cards for a while, but we are going to do a clarifier card. The clarifier card, as always, that extra one. We're going to use it this one. It is the Divine Feminine card. Um the divine or the divine feminine oracle deck, and that is with uh, who did write this? Megan Watterson. Megan Watterson is one that created that deck. Um, but we're going to do the first four from Lisa Williams or Intuitive Oracle cards. Let's do that. Okay. Do 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 do. I keep hearing that song, that music in my head over and over again. Do 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 do. Um, it's like the Twilight Zone. We never know what's going to happen, do we? We never do. Um, Oh, as I'm shuffling this, oh my God, remind me to tell you about the merchandise that we got now, guys. Oh my God, it's so cool. It is so cool. Um, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Oh, Todd, I just got a great idea. We need to have different shirts with different pictures. So they got options. <laughs> Thank you. He just put it on the screen. Get your merchandise here. I love it. Great things think, great minds think alike. So, card number one. Oh my God. I think I need this today. It is the healing card. Ease, calm, release, and peace. Woosa, everybody. Woosa. If you pick number one, and as, I, as you already know, when I pick four cards, I'm not going to do them as a full reading. I'm doing a pick. Pick the number that works for you. You can pick number one, one card. You can pick two cards. You can pick five, four, all four cards if you like. You can put them together yourself as a reading all together, whatever you'd like to do. Um, be greedy. I don't care. It's up to you. It's your reading. It's what you need for your week. 
So the healing one, healing card, if you pick number one, this really is a time for you. Just to, it, you need to relax and release. You really do. This is a time for you to take a moment, sit calmly, you know, and, and maybe you're at work. Maybe you're having some situations around you that are a little bit too much. Uh, maybe it's just life. Maybe it's just life, whatever it might be. Uh, but take that moment to sit down, relax, literally just, you know, plant your feet on the ground, allow yourself just to let go of everything that is not working for you anymore. Allow yourself to release it, let it go, let that stress out, let the earth take it back, okay, and release. And I know release is not easy, and I will tell you that release is not easy, and I've talked to a lot of people about that lately, but you know what, releasing that, that does not work for us, really helps, because um, I'm literally coming to mind that, you know what, I, it feels like, you know, some people are holding on so much, it's almost a panic, you know, panic attack type level. I always tell people, if you're having a hard time releasing that energy, if you're having a hard time releasing those feelings, think about the worst case scenario. Now, don't think about a million case scenarios, just one. Just what's the worst case scenario? You have a new place to live, you get a new vehicle, um, whatever it might be. What's the worst case scenario? As long as it's not death, you're doing great, okay? So it's time just to relax, ease, calm, allow it to flow from you, okay? Just allow it to flow and let it to let go. Um, if you pick number two, it's a guardian angel protector, angelic realms. And this is telling me you've got some angels around you guys. If you pick number two, You've got angels around you. You've got helpers on the other side that are close. You know what? Know that you're not alone. Know that you are divinely loved. Okay? You are divinely loved. The angels are there with you. Okay? For whatever reason, you need to know that this week. Know that you're not alone in that process. Number three is knowledge, wisdom, strength. I love it. It's the tree card. I love the tree card. And I always love this card. I really do. And I, you know what? There's no secret. I My favorite place in the world is with the woods. I love the woods, especially if a little stream through it to feed it all. Um, look at your inner knowledge. Look at your inner strength. Okay? To me, it's amazing because when you go and you look at trees, especially a really large, big, big tree, you see the trunk. You don't usually see the root system. If you see the roots, it's very small amounts of it, but you see this vastly huge trunk, and you see these huge branches, and you see this majestic huge tree around it. And it just looks like it should topple over, and it doesn't. It's because it's got this amazing root system down below that's really holding it down firmly. So when I'm looking at this tree, I'm looking at, wow, look at all of this above. But think about the foundation it has down below. So if you pick number three, it's telling me to tell you to work on this foundation. Make sure you have a strong foundation that is going to be knowledge. It's going to be that, that knowing. It's going to be that strength that's going to hold everything up above it. Okay? So work on that foundation because that is going to be everything from you coming to light to make the rest of it glorious. Okay? And know that the stronger the base is, the bigger the top gets to be, okay? Card number four, the power card, standing strong, strength, powerful, firm. This card, I always think, stands for its own. It really does, because standing in your power is probably one of the most, 
to me, majestic, and there's majestic things that can be, okay? Um, and when I talk about that, when I talk about that majestic being, it really is looking at it, and, it, and it's not majestic in the, in the sense of God or um, some sort of fairy tale or whatever, or a, a huge horse or whatever the term you want to put majestic on. For myself, when I look at that, there's nothing more powerful, more just inspirational than it is of somebody standing in their power. Somebody knowing who they are. They have strength. You know what? They have a sense of who they are. It's awesome. And to see that nothing can push them off of that is amazing. It really is so amazing. And that is something I have literally most of my life tried to get to that point, And I'm finally here. I'm finally here. Okay. I'm finally to that point where I stand in my own power and nothing can push me off of that. I know who I am. So if you number four, you are working on that. You are working being in your own power, your own strength. You are learning to be firm within yourself. Now that doesn't mean being bitchy, you know, or being a complete dink. There's a lot of other words I wanted to use, but it means knowing who you are, having that security within yourself and knowing that nothing can push you off your own personal pedestal or your own little, you know, box that you've stood on because you stand for yourself. Okay. So with that being said, card number one was the healing card. It is really about you looking at that inner peace, that calmness of yourself and being able to, you know, just release that that doesn't fill you, you know, go for you anymore. Number two is the angel card. Know that you have angels around you. You have beings on the other side. They're there. They're embracing you and they're helping you and they're going to help. They're going to be with you every step of the way. Number three was the tree card, really looking at that foundation, creating a better foundation, using that strength that you have and that wisdom you have so that the top can be stronger and more beautiful and more just awe-inspiring. Now, number four is that power card, the power card, which is standing in your own power, okay? Knowing who you are, knowing who you are, that's huge. I can't, I can't say that enough. That's huge. But know who you are. Stand in that power. Stand in your power. Don't let anybody knock you off your own tootsies. <laughs> tootsies. You like that word? I love that word, tootsies. It's how your word we use in my house is a tootsie word. We all show our tootsies. Um, let's go on to that clarification card, that one extra card that we can pair with any of them. We are using the Divine Feminine Oracle. As you know, these have got the different um, ladies on there. They are the, the, the feminine ladies of the histories, okay? Those, you want to use deity, uh, whatever you want to use, whatever, whatever word you want to give them, it is, it, is your own, it is your own thing, okay? We're just going to look at it that way. But what they do mean or what they do represent, okay? So let's put that there so I don't lose them. Oh, get one card out. Uh, Diana, the queen of the wilderness, the language of nature wo world is a frequency of love. This is my mother tongue. She's gorgeous. Can you see her? Let's bring her a little closer. Ooh. Here we go. Queen of the wilderness, Diana. Okay, I don't know if I can get it to where you can read it yourself. But it really is true. When you're looking at that... Um, it is all about love. 
It's all about love and caring. And I think you can put that next to any one of these cards. Any one of these cards. Because without anything, you really don't have a lot without the love, do we? We don't have a lot without the love. Okay? We do have to have love of self. Love of self to be able to, to accomplish any of these things. You need to know that you are loved, which is that angel card. You need to, you know, you need to have love in all aspects of it. And I think that, you know what, I think that's an amazing card to bring about the, you know, the end of that card reading for the week. And I hope you all enjoyed that. As always, I just took a picture for those that were watching. That will see me put it up on the site for you. Because I always put them below the streaming on Facebook. And it has a, the, the live stream on Facebook that you're going to have to go see it under. I always put it in the comments for you. Um, I should say always once in a while, I forget it, I'm sure. But it is there, okay? Um, always know that it's there. So I'm going to edit it so that it is looking right way up at us instead of the wrong way. Um, but for everybody to see, I'm getting better at taking these pictures. Less and less editing is needed. Um, but I want to talk to you a little bit about a few things here, guys. One, merchandise. Oh, my God, it's huge. It's huge. I'm telling you. There is so much. You can get School Through Spirit merchandise with an image of me on there. We have got the Good Shit Shows on there. Haunted Voices is on there. Uh, I think Haunted Voices. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. Um, the the station, WLTKDB, is on there. My shirt. My shirt's got a front and back. Can you believe it? Ah! I got the front and back. You'll get me on your chest. You'll get the station on your back. It's pretty cool. It's dynamic. It's freaking awesome. Matter of fact, if you're live streaming, you're seeing that picture up there in the right-hand corner, that's what's being used, okay? That's on the front of the shirt. There's also an image on the back, okay? It may be in time, maybe in time with all the different logos that our, our amazing Todd gives us. Maybe we'll have, you know what, if you have a different favorite picture he used, maybe you'll be able to find that. You never know. Um, I'm giving him more skill sets. Dad's over there going, don't do that to me. But you can get us on coffee cups. You can get us on shirts, yoga mats. You name it, it is there. Why? Because it is literally, you know what, when you order it, it doesn't come from us personally. It comes from another site that does all that wonderful stuff. So you can literally go to um, the website, WLTKDB, uh, or put in www.letstalk.com. Whichever gets you to the gets you to the website itself, okay? Um, go into the merchandise section, and you're going to find all that amazing stuff there with your favorite shows, okay? If you don't find one with your favorite show, send a message to Todd. I'm sure he'll work on it to get it out there for you, okay? Which is killer awesome. Um, oh, my gosh. What is my issue? These days, I can't find the lineup for the life of me. And I know I should have it just memorized, but or maybe I should take less and less pictures. That would probably be a better thing, right? And then I could find this lineup better. Okay. So I want to talk to you a little bit. One, after this show is done, it's going to go into podcast form. Okay. And we all know podcast just means listen to it later. Know that it is not edited at that point. And I do know a lot of podcasts do get edited so that they're perfect when they get to that point of getting on the show. Okay. Um, Todd, for the life of me, I cannot find my lineup. On my there it is, finally. Um, I'm going to have to share that a little faster for me. But 
we we are not edited okay just so you know we are not edited we are literally um as the show went it just gets flipped into a podcast and then it gets shared out places you can find it is always 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 you can go to the website you can click on it from there you're going to see school through spirit has its own little section just click on there you can see my past shows there if you want if you're more of a goes direct to point just when you get to whatever podcast you're using, um, you know, fill out School Through Spirit and the search. See if it takes you to me, okay? And you can find my place, all the past shows there, at least as many as we can get in there, okay? So um, places that I know, without a doubt, we are at Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, um, I believe we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Audible. We're on Amazon Music. Uh, we are still waiting for their endorsement from Pandora. Uh, that was a little bit more rough to get into, but you know what? That's okay. We're on all the U.S. We're on all these amazing places. As always, you can use your phone to get there. You can use your iPad, your computer, your smart TV to get us. There's really no reason why you can't have me play it all day, every day. I'm telling you, it's it's freaking awesome you can wear me wear buy a shirt with my face on it in the name of the show you can be holding on to your coffee mug drinking coffee from the diet cup of school through spirit <laughs> you can uh listen to iHeartRadio through your smart tv and blare it and dance i don't know they maybe they have diet socks who knows <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome um, Todd does state, and you know, as you're going, it says, if you like your station format, please contact us. Let us know you like what we're doing because we keep changing things up. Okay. If you finally like what we're doing, let us know. So we stop messing with it. If you don't like it, let us know so we can make it better. Okay. It's just the name of the game. So here guys, let's talk about the shows for the week. Do, do, do. Shows for the week. As always, Monday mornings, we start with me at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time here on School True Spirit. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight is the Paranormal and Cryptic Show, and that is with Jeremiah and Stacey uh, Fountain. We have on Tuesday evenings. Tuesdays is busy, guys. If you're bored, if, you don't, if you're sick and tired of TV, Tuesdays awesome because at 7 p.m. we have the New Bridge Radio. That's with Kevin Mackey. At 8 p.m., we have Haunted Voices Radio with our very own Todd Bates. And at 10 p.m., we have Paranormal Pete with Pete Orea. Okay? On to Wednesday nights, we have got the Good Shit Show at 7 p.m. And that's with Nicole Ford and Missy Hart. And if you want to live a little bit on the, you know, the outer edges, that's exactly where you want to go because they are talking about everything, conspiracy theories. They are talking about anything from politics to you know, probably the boogeyman, whatever. There is nothing they won't talk about, nothing they won't research to bring the latest and, and greatest of what they find. Um, on to Thursday nights, we have got at 8 p.m. at the Afterlife Chronicles. That is with Nicole Strickland. And then Friday nights, we have got uh, Renee Rodriguez. And I believe that's Remember Me Radio. I'm not updated with that, so I hope I got that correct there, Todd. Um, awesome. As always, every week we're trying to bring you the latest and greatest, everything that we've got. We, we really do work hard at this, everybody. We, we love what we do. We're doing the best we can. Now, I want to tell you who I got in next week. i got to flip my page in my calendar. Victor Peruta. 
Oh, Secrets Within, Not Remember Me Radio. Sorry, Ted, I got the wrong lineup up here. Um, next Monday is Victor Peruda. Victor is a psychic medium. He is out of Indiana. Um, he has ran for, I can't tell you how many years, an event called Victory Blight. It's just huge over in that area. Um, Victor is a radio and TV personality. He has been at this a long time. I'll tell you what, it's just amazing. It's amazing what he does, who he is, and I'm honored that he said yes. I am so honored that he said yes. He will be here next Monday morning with me at 9 a.m. Well, actually, he'll be on at 9.30. Going on from there, that's next week. And I want to start talking about it now because because you are going to want to be here for this, okay? Put it on your calendars now. I'm going to talk about it often. So you know it's coming up, so you do not miss it. Two things. Two things. One, September, let me check, make sure the date. I believe it's September 23rd. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. Oh, my God, what date is it? Oh, my God. Sorry, August 23rd. I knew it was the 23rd of one month. August 23rd. Missy Hart, you know her. You've seen her with me twice. She has her own show. She's a badass psychic medium. Oh, my God, I love her. She's coming on again, guys. But this show's going to be different. We are going to do live readings. Me and her, kicking it old-fashioned style, doing live readings for anybody that shows up. I want you to know now so that you can get those questions prepared Get out there, bring your bring your friends, share it out. I want this shared out everywhere. I want to get to as many questions as we possibly can. Have a great time with it, okay? The next date I want you to know about, I want you to remember, I want you to be there for is Monday, October 11th. Monday, October 11th. Do you all remember Leslie Sampson last year? Um, she was bringing through her book about Twin Flames. It has been published to Llewellyn. It has got a launch date of that week. So that show is our launch show on our station for that book. Llewellyn is going to use us as one of those launch premises to launch it and get it out there. So those are two dates I don't want you to miss. That show with Leslie is going to be a two-hour show, not a one-hour show, where I usually have my guests on for one. She's going to be there for all two. So come on, bring it on. Let's have fun. Don't forget those dates. Um, as always, every week I do have another guest. And not that they're not all amazing and not all equally special, but those are two shows I want you to be a part of, okay? So I will see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Oh, sorry. Thank you, everybody, for coming, seeing me. As always, you can find me, Diet Renee, here. Just Google my, num- Google my name, guys. I, I'm all over your phone, your computers, your smart TV now. Um, Google my name. You can find me. As you know, I do readings, personal readings, Group readings uh, in person on Zoom by phone. There's no way I can't do it. Okay. I will see you all next week. Victor Pruda here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. Let's talk digital radio.